0: Stay, fly. Stay fly.
1: When we look at their agenda, we must say item one, two, three, or whatever item it is, is not good enough. It's not up to par. It needs to be here. And then you judge them based upon whether or not they listened to you.
2: So often what happens in our community is people come to kiss the babies when it's time to vote, and then we don't hear anything from them. They make a, they make us promises, they don't put anything in writing, and they never, ever say anything.
0: You're listening to The Fly Guy Show. They do everything on the fly and in such a fly manner. Stay
1: fly, stay fly, stay fly.
3: all that, uh, the views expressed. By the guests are only the views of the guests, unless we say we agree, unless explicitly stated. Hey, this
1: is Army Thomas here on the Vol School Podcast. You're listening to Psycho Varner's Fly Guy Podcast. Support, like, subscribe, and share. He's saying some good things. Share it. Don't keep it to yourself.
3: And we're live. Peace beloved. Peace beloved. Peace beloved. It's time to get fly, stay fly, and get on code. It's your man Psycho Varner back with another episode. I have with me some really hype guests that I'm gonna introduce in just a moment. Today we're talking about Biden's plans. For black Americans. And we're gonna kinda of dissect it. If you didn't know, you know, President Trump and Joe Biden both have plans. Um, and we're gonna chat through those. Today with us from Afro Synergy News, we have the good brother T West. How you doing, good brother?
1: Hey there, Seiko. How are you?
3: All right, yeah, he's definitely one of the mentors in the house Uh, As you can see, he has a lot of great videos He's already kind of broken this down So he'll probably end up being a lot of the uh, content today Um, We have, from TikTok, with 440, what 404,000 viewers (laughs) My girl, Onyx, how you doing, Onyx? I'm great, how are you? Excellent, excellent. She's unapologetically black. She's gonna bring some heat. It's gonna be hot. And I have my good, uh, good, I guess I could say, mother mentor, <laughs> Sister <laughs> Banji Williams. Uh, you know, she ran for Congress. She'll be running again. What's good, Queen? Um, not
0: much. Trying
3: to get the vote on. Uh, <laughs> Banji has the best stories. Um, always watch our channel because. She pops in from time to time, dropping a new story. She had a great story on the uh, immigrant background of her family. She had a great story on how she was raised primarily by strong, dedicated, fervent women and how that impacted her. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So, yo, what's up, Conrad? How you doing? What's good, Bernice? Deborah Berry? I I I think uh, T. West comes with his own following. Because <laughs> she says you're the best. <laughs> Deborah Barry always brings it, no doubt, no doubt. Um, and like I said, President Trump has a new platinum plan. Team um, T- Antonio Moore just called it a tin foil plan.
1: <laughs> yeah, poor Antonio.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, hey, T. West. I don't want to. I don't want to go too deep into this, but I know that you had a video where you broke down Trump's Platinum Plan. Um, and the reason we're bringing up Trump's plan is because Joe Biden has the Lift Every Voice plan for Black American, and Trump has the Platinum Plan. <laughs> it sounds like he's selling us a credit card
2: <laughs> or <Poor> album. <laughs>
1: He trying to go platinum. He to... <laughs> <laughs> you don't get any higher than platinum. You got silver, you got bronze, you got gold, and you got platinum. Okay,
0: okay.
3: Let's <laughs> so, let's hear this. Okay. All right, so uh, AT West, in, in like 30 seconds, man, your thoughts on Trump's platinum plan. We're really going to dive in on Biden's plan, but I know you researched this. You did a whole video on this. Uh, Vangie's just shaking her head.
1: <laughs> what are your thoughts on this plan, T-West? Well, it is promises. But without promises, without, with promises, you have to have follow-up of forcing accountability. If you have a written plan, that it is incumbent upon us as African-American people, as black people in America... To follow up and force whoever's making the promise, whether it's Trump or Biden, force them to abide and carry out their promise. So Trump came out with 11 main highlights with his plan and Biden came out with six highlights in his plan. And I hope that in this program, I hope that we deal with the the 11 that Trump uh, brought up, at least some of that. And the sixth that Biden brought up in his um, what, they, what they're calling their black agenda. I hope we deal right. with all of that. And let's focus on some critical areas too. Uh, the critical areas and some keywords. The keywords are very, very important. So there it is in uh, 15 seconds or a little more.
3: A little more. Well, we're going to go dive deeply into Biden's plan for black America. You know, he says that African-Americans can never have a fair shot at the American dream so long as entrenched disparities are allowed to quietly chip away at opportunity. So he says he's running for president to rebuild our economy in a way that finally brings everyone along. I think those are the key words there. Everyone along. And I'll, I'll, I'll share why I think that's key a little later on um, <laughs> Finally brings everyone along And that starts by rooting out systematic racism From our laws, our policies, our institutions And our hearts That's going to be kind of interesting um, This is on a tale of some work that T. West and I have been doing We sat down and we chopped up Ice Cube's contract with Black America And we juxtaposed it versus T West has his own African-American national political agenda that he and his team have put together. We sat down and we chatted about the Black Lives Matter absence of a political agenda. You know, in America, they don't have a political agenda. They have some interests, but they don't have a political agenda. Now, T West, you did share with us that in England, on the other side of the pond, Black Lives Matter has a real political agenda. They used to have one in 2016, but you've already shown they don't have one right now. Uh-huh. And then we also just we also looked at the ADOS 101 agenda. Um I actually kind of like some of the things we found in the ADOS 101 agenda. And just to give some frame, ADOS is American descendants of slavery, and they're focused really on the lineage, and they're solely focused on people who would be considered foundational blacks or ADOS foundational mm-hmm. blacks or ADOS now um so my ancestry would be foundational blacks or ADOS T. West with yours oh yes yes okay now I know Vangie you have a very diverse immigrant black background
0: we've been here since 1649 so I'm definitely a descendant of slavery 1649
3: Okay. okay, uh-huh. okay. All right, so, okay. All right, you get your ADOS card. <laughs> you get an ADOS card. You get an ADOS card. Uh, Onyx, what's good? Um, with your family, would you be foundational black or ADOS as well? Yes. Okay. All right, cool, cool. Um ADOS is really kind of headed up by the light-skinned sister there, Yvette Carnell, and the lawyer there, the darker brother, Antonio Moore. Um, I just like shouting out people so people can realize where this information came from. Um, Yvette Carnell's page on YouTube, Antonio's page on YouTube. I also want to say that uh, I want to shout out Jason Black. He says this election, the issue is reparations. Cut the check. And he put out this billboard in New York City. He actually put up three of them. He just uh, achieved over 100,000 subscribers so I want to say, you know, salute to the good brother Jason Black. i am also been pushing this empowerment agenda and the empowerment agenda is for those who cannot legally vote, those who will not vote, those who are agenda-based voters, those who are independent and those aligned with the party. And so just to go through this very quickly, if you can't vote, then what I'm saying to you is reach out via email, social media, or letter writing to your local and state representatives. Ask what they can do for you. All right. Help others with voter registration initiatives. Attend some of the political events and demand that the politicians do something for you with policies that impact you. And donate over $50 to the candidates you would support if you had the opportunity to vote. If you're not going to vote, I know there's a number of you like I ain't voting. Get registered to vote because if you're registered and you don't vote that makes a stronger voice than you just not showing up now i've had some contact with some people who are saying that they're going to write in reparations for the various candidates and that's how they're not voting um that's another way that might show your voice. but if you're not going to vote please be registered because being registered demonstrates that you're part of the number and when you're absent and you've already been counted it makes a difference so if you're not going to vote and if you're one of those folks who like i ain't voting cool be registered and maybe do a mail-in and write in reparations you know if you're a party voter now you know i'm an agenda-based voter uh i know
0: sister vangie you got your blue card i got my american card it's red white blue you know, I, am, I actually put a post out on Facebook the other day and, and my husband, he called me up from work. He said, seriously, at 1 30 in the morning, what were you thinking to put out a post saying, I don't care who you vote for, just vote for somebody? The thing is, I, yes, I ran as a Democrat, but let me tell you something. I grew up in a family who was all political affiliations. I mean, we got libertarians, we got we got the ones who claim that America is just is a hostage holder. Uh, I mean, I have it all. But the thing is, get out and vote for somebody. And if you don't like the candidates on your ticket, write in, like you said, reparations. But write in a candidate who or somebody who you did support. And I'm not saying, uh, I won't say this out loud right now. Banji is not saying write Banji on the ballot this time. Because um, this race right here is one of the most critical races in our, in, our, in our life's history, in our history, in our lifetime. So in Virginia, I can tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, to see some changes. But not voting at all, it's like saying you are accepting the leadership that's there and you are okay with it if you vote, and I'm going to be very clear about this, because 2016, if there wasn't a lessons learned for you, then you need to go back and read. You had Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. I had black folks who voted for Trump because of the, um, I'm going to say it nicely, the evangelistic church, who was the biggest, the biggest supporter of Trump, and who came out and said, hey, um, he's against He's for, He's against abortion. But let me ask you this question, folks. Are you aware that it is not black folks out here getting massive abortions? It was white folks. And it was those in the, in the church. And the same church that was telling y'all to vote for Trump who's against abortion, they know who's getting the abortions. The fact of the matter is when we start losing votes because you are one-issue person, We have what we have now Uh, Hypocrisy of the It's embarrassing embarrassing. I'm just going
3: through I'm just going through the empowerment agenda
0: You gotta Uh, gotta pick a party Vote for some damn body Somebody (laughs) uh, somebody. Because this cannot happen this year Well the
3: thing that I want to push With the uh, party voters if you're a Democrat, Independent, Green Party, Libertarian, Red, Black, and Green Party, Republican, whatever, you know, hit up those candidates and let them know what your agenda concerns are. And if they response will definitely speak volumes. If they don't listen to you, why are you supporting them? If they don't support your agenda items, why are you supporting them? All right. And uh, for those of like who are, like me, who are agenda voters, you know, still reach out. Still reach out. So, um... I'm Seiko Kovana, wanted to shout myself out. I, this is how I pay for this. <laughs> all right, so I also wanted to shout out T West. So these are some of T West's African Americans national political agenda items. And I always want to make sure we're aware of these. If you're not aware of the African Americans national political agenda, these are some of the pieces right here. I'm not gonna go through them all. Um look him up, look up T West Afro synergy news. And he has all, was it 21 pieces, 21, 21 pieces, 21 pieces. It's some good stuff. It's some things that are really foundational in this discussion that we're going to have. Uh, I definitely like number 21 that we should be encouraged to have social and economic ties with African peoples and countries. So I'm definitely about that. Um, So Once again, President Trump put out the platinum plan, but today we're really kind of looking at Joe Biden's plan for America. So um, let's chat it up. Let's chat it up. Onyx, have you had a chance to look over Biden's plan for Black America? I
2: mean, yes, I did. I I did get a chance um, to look over it. I looked over it a while ago, and then I looked over it again when we last spoke about being on. This platform. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Yeah. What were your thoughts? Well, first of all, I was um, glad to see that he had a plan. Because so often, what happens in our community is people come to kiss the babies when it's time to vote, and then we don't hear anything from them. They make a they make us promises. They don't put anything in writing, and they never ever say anything. I was pleasantly surprised about a, uh, a lot of areas in this plan as far as the economic development and things of that nature. So I was very pleasantly surprised around that. But however, I do feel like this plan needs a, needs a lot more work when it comes to social justice issues and incarceration and things like that. Um, also, um, just to say this, when you said you were um, in favor of the bring everybody along, and I'm sure we'll get into that a more uh, a little more. I hate that. Um, because America was not built with its knee on the neck of everybody with everybody not being considered a citizen. It was not built um, on the premise to keep a certain um, group of people along. So everybody else has been coming along just fine. We need plans and focus on the black community on how we're going to right this ship. And I th- just think that little words like that is a lot of pandering to both sides, but we can't get through this unless we're honest, open and direct about what the real issues are that plague the black community in America.
0: Amen.
3: Okay, and that's a whole lot to say. Uh, Brother T. West, I know you got a chance to really chop up his plan. What were your thoughts on Biden's plan?
1: Well, Joe Biden, I wouldn't even call that a plan, really. Most of it is not a plan. It's an agenda, okay? After an agenda, then you go to really the plan. That's where uh, the tire hits the road at. So uh, much of it was not a plan. It was an agenda uh, and much of it also Most of it is not really coming Directly from Joe Biden Joe Biden has adopted that He had a conversation with Ice Cube But I'm sure he's had a conversation with some other blacks And they've given him some things And they've kind of kind of quickly Threw all of that together When you read it, it's very, very long When you read it so uh, and, and, and also It all captioned out To six items To six highlight, highlighted items And in that agenda, the the area that I would encourage everyone to look at are key words such as this. The word job, the word business or businesses, the word capital, the word church. Okay, I advise everybody to look at that plan and look for those key words in Biden's highlights, in his six highlights. Look at that look at it, because it's very, very important. And also, one last thing. Um, In any agenda that is for Black America, you have to address how, for decades, illegal immigration has adversely hurt Black communities. And also, you have to address how job outsourcing to other countries... And also H-1B visa program coming in from China, coming in from India, coming in from various countries, how it has greatly adversely affected black unemployment in and jobs in America. Those are two critical areas that you must address and you must look at when you look at anybody's agenda, whether it's Joe Biden's or Donald Trump's agenda.
2: All
3: right, Sister Vanjie, what were your thoughts? I I know you got a chance to look over Biden's plan. You actually looked at it a while ago.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm looking at it from a different point of view. So coming from the political side, I am looking at it for the equity and equality points. And one of the things living in rural Virginia is that most black people in rural Virginia have no equity or equality. And, you know, someone asked me the other day, Um, Do I feel that a black person in in suburbia has a better shot at life than that of a person in a rural community or rural community versus an urban? Let me tell you something. It's it's different, but the same in each community. But the difference is there are jobs in urban and suburbia, but none down in in rural. Um, We have nothing. And we've talked about this before throughout my campaign. Rural America for blacks is like a stop. Um, You get to a certain level. When a child graduates from high school here, we try to push them out. Go, go far away. Go to a city because that way we know that they have economic education and, and socioeconomic growth. But when we are talking about rural communities, we're looking at it as you go to high school, that's all you get. You work in McDonald's and you might work in the shoe store, but you're not going to work anywhere else other than that. And that's the difference. I think with the Biden plan, what I, I'm i happy to see that he at least has a little bit of plan. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, you know, I'm not for Biden. I'm like, but are you for the one that's in there now? Um, my thing is, we got to get that man out. Do I think that that I'm a little upset because as long as Kamala Harris, I'm going to say it, was on the ballot, there wasn't a lot of support for a a woman of color who had a chance to make a difference for us. Now she's the second on the ticket. And now I'm hearing the same story coming back saying what is she going to do for Black America? And I'm like, wait, we can't have our cake and eat it too. We are at this stagnant point. We in rural America are telling you We don't our vote our votes don't really count to a lot of politicians because we are the lesser of the community. But in in bigger scheme of things, we need something. And if Biden is introducing just a little bit of something, that's better than what Trump has introduced over the last four years, which is absolutely nothing. Devastation and 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 humiliation is only the beginning. So. I'm ready to see. I do think we need to add more to it, and I like a lot of people who are on the political round, trying to get to that get to that table, so that we can have that conversation to add more to it, so we can do better for us in America.
3: Because, um, you know, uh, growth. You know what, uh, T West, I, I, I know that uh, you really did a deep dive in this. Do you think this will help us? Do you think his plan will help us? Is it a good... Can we just say it's a good... Should we say like uh, Vanjie was saying it's a good start and we can change it later? Or is it? Is it even worth trying to fix or improve or even
1: use? Well, yeah, well, what Biden has put forward, that's good. What Trump has put forward, that's good. There's going to be a debate next Tuesday between the two of them. That is very, very good what both of them are doing. And and the fact that they're doing that is a reflection of those of us who are out there and have been out there for a few years fighting to push forward a black agenda. And both of these candidates have come forward with a black agenda. Now it is up to us, up to us to force their agenda to be even better and to force From that agenda, the plans that come from that agenda to force the fruition of those plans, make sure that the plans are carried out from that those agendas. So regardless of which candidate it is, and it's not it's not it's not mainly about political party. It's about who what candidates support your agenda, whether they're Republican or whether they're Democrat, libertarian, independent, whoever they are whether they support your agenda. And too often, black folks have voted, Democrats, Democrat, without getting a return on their votes. So I am not going to sit here and push and promote Joe Biden simply because he's a Democrat. No, Joe Biden, he was the one, the mastermind behind the crime bill. Okay? All right, he was. And we cannot ignore that fact. We cannot ignore it. No, we can't. And we also one last point When he was asked the question about reparations He refused to even talk about reparations During the presidential debate And he instead started talking about Immigrations and he said Immigrants built America He didn't say black folks built America He didn't say 246 years of black labor Free labor built America He said immigrants Okay so that was a slap in the face So that's the real Joe Biden All right, I'll stop right there
3: Well, I have that same concern because Trump has put out an agenda, Biden has put out an agenda, but neither of them have included the things that we've been asking and demanding for. When we said we have a black agenda, we said reparations is key. We said um, reforming the judicial system is key and immigration in a way that benefits us without harming us is key. And neither one of the plans address any of those points. And I mean, and of course, they give us what they want to give. They're not giving us what we've been asking and demanding for. Now, politicians are public servants, so they're supposed to serve our interests. Instead, they're pushing on us their interests. All right, right, so I look at this plan. It's going to advance the economic mobility of African-Americans and close the racial wealth and income gaps. That sounds great. All right then it's going to expand access to high-quality education and tackle racial inequality in our educational system. Okay, so now he's going to do some stuff with the educational system, and as a part of that, he's going to address racial inequality. So he started off saying, hey, we're going to fix this uh, wealth gap for y'all. We're going to do some things with education, and we'll address inequality while we're doing it. But then it changes, make far reaching investments in ending health disparities by race. Okay, so now he's going to go ahead and focus on improving the medical system. That wasn't something that we've been pushing for. That's something that we demand anyway. All Americans have been saying we want a better um, medical system. All of us have been saying that. But this is not something that black Americans in our agenda have been asking for. That well, piece
0: isn't.
3: Strengthen <laughs> American commitments to justice. All right, so what does that mean? Strengthen and Vansy, I saw you raise your hand and I'll, I'll go right back to you. Um strengthen Americans' commitment to justice. So you're gonna he's going to in he's gonna he's going to deeper fund the judicial system, which has already been wreaking havoc on us. We've been saying since The end since the emancipation proclamation was read, (laughs) we've been saying, hey, this judicial system isn't treating us fairly, but he wants to strengthen the judicial system. So that seems truly averse to what we've been saying since emancipation and then make the right to vote and the right to equal protection real for African-Americans. What does that mean? And then we're going to address environmental justice. We didn't say that was part of our agenda. So now I look at the six points. Is it six? One, two, three, four, five, six. Three of them are related to things we've been asking for. The other three are not related to things we've been asking for. Uh, Vangie and then Onyx.
0: So I'm going to go back to the health disparities and see one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is that in America, a black man or a black woman can walk into a hospital and be treated differently than that of a white man or an immigrant. And one of the things that we have been demanding is that when a black person walks into a hospital that you're not treated differently because of pain medicine or what have you. So that wording is kind of iffy, but I understand what what he said on that one. Um, that's something that we've fighting for um, for uh, maternal maternal for mothers to survive when they go to have a baby. The chances of a mother walking out of a hospital with a baby or her life is really low for a black woman. So there are some disparities there that we have to address and there—that that is something that um, Higher Heights and a couple other groups have been really pushing because it is not talked about and the second point was the one right after that about the vote. Um, no, what was it? Um, strengthening America's commitment to justice. I think the easier way to, that they could have easily have said, we want to end the school to prison pipeline instead of trying to be fancy worded, worded about it. It's just, don't don't over speak us. Tell us the blunt truth. Tell us exactly what the agenda is and not try to make it a cute bumper sticker. It should be a, a, a point right to the right to get right to the point. Um, I understand where they're coming from because you know as, you know we have campaign teams and they come back and they go oh this sounds so good. But I understand where some of these are coming from. At least five of them. One I have a question on, but the other five I can I can get down on. Um, I'm I'm trying to figure out the uh, environmental justice one, but. I got, I got the other ones. Um, maybe y'all can explain that one to me.
3: Hey, Queen Onyx, what are your thoughts?
0: Um,
2: one of the things I just have an issue with overall is you giving us a um, black plan and then using words that include everybody. And I said that earlier, if you're speaking to us, then speak to us directly. Right. Don't tell me what you want to do with everybody else. We're working on healthcare for everybody. It's not affecting everybody the same way it's affecting us. And I have a huge issue with the broadness of um, improvement due the judicial system um, statement. You had a lot to say and, and you were the mastermind behind um, the crime bill. I'd like to know what are you going to do to continue to um, reverse that? What are you going to do? Um, are you going to expand the First Step Act? Are you going to make that? Uh, Are you going to start removing some of these things automatically? You talked about marijuana and all of those things, automatically removing those convictions. Um, What are you going to do to um, reverse some of these
0: huge sentences
2: that these black men got in the 90s because you were giving them life sentences and they didn't murder anybody. They didn't kill anybody. They had. I don't care if it was cocaine, crack, or heroin. You have murderers are getting out in ten years, and you have some of these black men that have triple life sentences at twenty years old. So what are you going to do about that? Don't talk to me and give me these high line things. I want to know exactly what you're going to do because you knew exactly what you were going to do when you wrote that bill. Uh,
3: Any thoughts, Brother T West?
1: Well, um, since we're focusing on Joe Biden's uh, black agenda, first of all. In his six points, he has placed no values there. In other words, for example, dollar amount. What what are your measurements? How are we going to judge you? What are your measurements? Have you put a dollar amount on anything? He hasn't done that in those, top, in those top six right there. Has he set any hard set goals? He hasn't done any of that. He didn't do any of that in his top six. And then in that six right there, When you go down into his agenda, they will explain some details to the six, but you don't see hard numbers. Okay, for example, in contrast, uh, Trump Trump comes out and immediately says, "I'm I plan to create. My goal is to create 500,000 new black-owned businesses." Okay, that's got value. There's money involved with that That would go to the black community, five hundred thousand new black-owned businesses. Or I plan to uh, commit to capital investment into black communities of at least five hundred billion dollars. There's a value to that, all right. And then he addresses also, and Biden does not do this. And this is this is a Democrat problem too. The black church. The black church, like it or not, the black church has been a cornerstone in the black community for a very, very long time. And the Democrat Party has been kicking the black church to the curb. So there is nothing in there that's other than with Biden, other than for COVID-19 and COVID-19 just popped up on the scene, y'all. Okay, but the black church has been there all the time. But there's nothing from Biden's agenda that says, okay, this is what we're going to do to help the black church help the black communities. This is what we're going to do. Biden doesn't address that at all other than with COVID-19. And COVID-19 is just a Johnny-come-lately. That's all it is. It hasn't been around all along. Mm.
3: All right, so I'm looking more at Biden's plan, and he says he wants to advance the economic mobility. All right, so he says he wants to invest in African American businesses and entrepreneurs. Okay, he's using federal money, and he's going to bolster the the uh, Small Business Administration, and maybe the um. There's a is it a minority Small Business Administration as well?
1: Yeah, there there is MBE MBE WBE. Uh, DBE, Disadvantaged Business Enterprise. Yeah, all that. That's been around forever. What Joe Biden has put forward is nothing new. That's been out there forever. Those are just words. That's what it is. Okay? But it is, how do you implement that? It's already been there. There's absolutely nothing new other than COVID-19. That's in what Joe Biden has presented in his six point and his six highlights. Okay, nothing new, absolutely nothing new. Okay, I want something new. We want something new. We wanna change. Change is something new, it represents something new, not the same old, same old. Okay, HBCUs. When you look at Joe Biden's plan, you will see the word black maybe about nine times, and it's mentioned with HBCUs except for one time. And the one time when it's not mentioned, black is not mentioned. uh, along with HBCUs, it is related to COVID-19. Okay? All right. Biden is too much into POC, people of color. He's too much into everybody else. That's why he did and said what he said during the Democrat presidential debate when he was asked a direct question of Biden. What about reparations to black Americans? Biden totally avoided. He totally disrespected black folks. Totally. And now he's trying to run for president for the third time and, 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 and telling you all that, hey, I got a black agenda. Well, Biden, Joe, you you've been in, in Congress for about 50 years. Where the hell was your black agenda for the last damn 50 years? And I like, I like that sister Hoyt, I love what she was talking about about rural areas you see I'm you see you see I'm in a rural area okay my objective is to bring black folks back to where your know, parents and grandparents ran away from is to bring you back and we build we create jobs ourselves we do that and and uh, Horton was was correct when she uh, I said Horton I'm sorry Vanjie um, <laughs> Vanjie Vanjie okay Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so in the rural area, we have created th for a long time. But you're right, Vanji, when you say that, okay, when you get out of high school, we want you to go to the big city, all right? It's time for us to build, rebuild, in the ancestral lands that we were, our ancestors were originally brought to. Everything's burning in California, Water shortage in California, hell up in Northern Oregon, hell up in Seattle, Washington. All right, black folks, we have to have a master agenda, a master agenda. We have to, our vision has to exceed what the visions were yesterday. And what Biden is pushing and peddling is nothing new. It's the same damn thing that they've been pushing and peddling for the last 50, 60 years. Nothing new.
3: You know, that's my concern. I think that not only are the politicians pushing the same old, same old when it comes to us, but saying, hey, these immigrants, that's where we need to really focus. You know, the same thing that uh, Sister Kamala Harris is doing when she's looking at expanding the H1B1. I I may have the acronym incorrect, but that particular piece of legislation, which is great. It allows people to immigrate who have skills. And can really bring some um, tangible things here to the United States of America, but it's going to bring in more people from "quote unquote" Asian countries. Yeah, that, that's it's going to be bit- br- all right. It's, yeah. Right, instead of saying, "Hey, let's sue so into some of these STEM programs and make sure that Americans right now can have those opportunities," I, I really think we should take care of home first. You know, well, that's what my parents
0: told me. Yeah. That's a two-edged sword. Okay, so here in in northern Virginia, we depend on those same immigrants to farm our farms. So when Trump stopped the program, our farms had no workers. Because I'm going to tell you, there weren't too many black folks or white folks who wanted to go out there and farm that land. Those migrant workers coming in under, under the programs that were there were helping us. Were helping us. But at the same time, it was it was to a point where black farmers lost out big time. Mr. Haney runs the African American Farmers Association. And let me tell you something. I can tell you um, aquaculture and aquaculture, aquaculture and agriculture are two of the primary businesses on the East Coast. We farm, we give you your fish. You get everything from the East Coast. But when we lose those workers, we lost so much. And then with we have to renegotiate the TPP because that was part of this that Black people lost out on again. I want so badly, and so you and I talked privately about what my, what my goals are. I want to build back rural America, but I also want to build back rural America so that we have,
3: right right. Black
0: right. Farm, of growing black farms of growing black agribusinesses and aqua businesses because we started it and we need to make sure we maintain it you know I understand the cattle farmers are the top farmers of the country but let me ask you a question do you know where your last orange came from or where your last lemon came from, when I see every other country on there, I know that America is suffering. That's where we need to focus. And T, T. West had it perfectly. Bringing farming back to this country, bringing that industry is key. I said it last campaign, you know, we have to invest in America. Transportation, agriculture and aquaculture, infrastructure and environment. Bringing all that back home, and empowering black businesses to run it welcome to America baby is what it's supposed to be I'm just lost and that's why Biden actually picked up on some of that agenda and um, I know he's going forth with it but his messaging isn't saying that on on this website his his
3: messages (laughs) is not saying that on the website his tweets aren't saying it I mean, what you just described is building up a stronger United States of America. I'm all for that. I'm definitely all for that. But what Mm -hmm. they're pushing with their messaging is immigrant first. So we're not gonna even take care of the issues and we're not gonna, you know, to T West Point. What do you think about reparations? We need to help immigrants.
2: (laughs) You're honest. You know why? This is happening, and T-West made a good point about this being nothing new. It's happening because we haven't required anything new as the Black community. It's happening because we allow them to tell us what we're going to do, and what they're going to do for us as the Black community. It's happening because we use our talents and resources to support everyone else instead of banding together to make our own voice stronger in the Black community. So when we come together, because everyone gets on the civil rights bandwagon and one our energy and our creativity and our thought process and our passion, because we get it done. But when it comes to us banding together we don't do that we that's why when people ask me what i am republican or democrat i say i am onyx everyone has to earn my vote every single time because at the end of the day i need to see where you line up and i know everyone's not going to agree with every single thing that i say but i need to know what you're going to do for the black community specifically and we have to get out of this Assimilation. We want to assimilate and we want to acquiesce and everyone's copying us. And we need to get it through our thick skulls that once we band together and do what we need to do, that we can demand what it is that we want. But when you only have a few people on the front line, it's just not going to happen. Most of us just acquiesce. We want to be we want to be Hispanic. I bet if you would have posed that question about your uh, the African descent to everyone in America that's black, almost Half of those people have found a way to not identify as black because a lot of times we are ashamed of what we really are and that keeps us from being together and it keeps us from demanding the change that we see until the system turns on them and then they want to be black then. Nobody wants to be black um, until it's time to be black. So everybody wants to be black when it's cool and all of this but when it's time to get down and you start getting these charges and then you want to turn to people like us to help you address this. You wasn't black yesterday, bruh. You wasn't worried about it yesterday, <laughs> bro. I need, well, I need black people to stand up, unite, and stop fronting. We don't have change because we
3: haven't demanded it, and we're not united. That's interesting because uh, Sister Kamala Harris, when she ran for the Senate seat, she ran as the first Asian American woman <laughs> running for the is. Senate seat. All right. Um, no I got no problem with Sis. I got no problem with Sis. Uh, I'm, you know, she's very. Either. Okay. Yeah. Uh we well, put it back. Let me, Let me put it back. I don't have a problem with her self-identifying, is what I'm saying. I do have a problem with some of her positions. I do have a problem with some of her work history. Uh, But I I have to admit, I do share some of her work history. Uh, Honest, you know, back in the day, I was knocking on doors. And if kids weren't coming to school in Portsmouth City Public Schools, I was taking some of those families to the court system. But, but I didn't let but, them get ram-checked. I not let you them ram dis-
2: You weren't disproportionately affecting your own people on purpose. You were doing it as a level playing field. And there is a difference when someone specifically um, targets black people to make a platform them for themselves. And that's a huge difference in saying that we share the same background because we don't share the same background when you disproportionately punish black people. I'll,
3: say, I'll take that. I'll take that. But my point is we do need to demand more. So we have gotten so accustomed to the politicians coming and saying, this is what I'm going to do. Oh, that sounds great. I'm going to support you. And since, instead of saying, this is what I need you to do. And now we're having a lot of pushback when people like myself are saying, hey, if neither one of these races, you know, um, neither one of these tickets support my agenda, I'm going to do what politicians do very often. They abstain So you know You can look at anybody's senatorial Congressional record Their city council record Their school board record Their mayor. record You can look at the votes where they said yay Nay or they abstained And if it wasn't in their interest Many times they abstained So on the top level You know ADOS 101 Antonio Moore and Yvette Carnell They're saying that they're going to vote down-ballot Democrats. They're not going to vote on the presidential ticket. They're going to vote everything down-ballot. But they're saying Democrat. All right, I, I'm not ADOS 101 when it comes to that particular portion. All right, you know, there's some, like, people, the foundational Black Americans, who are saying, we're going to say, are you voting for tangibles? Are you going to provide us for tangibles? If not, we're going to go down. We're going to go down. And we may not vote for anybody. We might just vote for dog catcher. Um, I'm not there. I'm not there because I do see on the local level where it's super important. I see in the senatorial races that some of the people who are running in Virginia have some of our things in concern. You know, um, Delegate Samaria, Samaria, I can't pronounce his last name, salute him. He was on the Beach Brothers show. You know, he was hoping to try to end qualified immunity. So, you know, I support that. Young, I support him. Um, my point is. We need to be able to say, if you don't rock with us, we're not rocking with you. But when we say that, a lot of us are getting pushed back saying this is the most important vote. When they said that four years ago this is the most important vote of our lifetime they said that eight years ago this is the most important vote they said that 12 years ago so we we, i got somebody who came to me and said well seiko our, our our ancestors died for you to have the right to vote i said yeah they gave me the right to vote now it's my job to make it more valuable by demanding something for my vote and that's that idea to them is just crazy that idea to them is we need to do more of demanding because we have the resources and our resources most valuable before the vote it's most valuable before November 3rd because now we can do leverage we can negotiate we can say Biden Trump unless you rock with us we're not rocking with you we can't really negotiate very well with our votes after November 3rd so we need to really push that and but I'm getting pushback, and you know, Vance you and I went back and forth with that. You know, you and I went back and forth with that. You know, and so and my mom does too. <laughs> my mom's calling me a sellout.
0: <laughs> you know, um, we, we gotta make the. So I'm a mother of six daughters, and I taught my daughters to think freely. And one of the things that I taught them, like I had daughters who were who were so into Bernie Sanders that you know we all just agreed not to talk to them about Bernie Sanders because when he decided to (laughs) concede, you would have thought that the world was ending. But I have to look at this from a different a different point of view. Um, My family is okay. You know this. I ran as the, if I would have won my race in 18 or 20, um, I would have been the first woman of color, any color, to represent Virginia on Capitol Hill. And that's the strong with a lot of Black people because they know how pro-Black I am. They know how pro-Asian I am because I am Indian American. They know how native how I'm about tribal rights. So you take all of that and it took a blended thought to say when I say we, when I'm talking about minorities, I'm talking about black people and the fact that my 40s my 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 37% Nigerian blood can tell you that when I walk in a store, I'm gonna be treated differently than if my 13% Irish and my twenty-two percent Scottish walks into a store. Because they're not going to see it. But when it comes to my vote, and I've said this before, I vote American. I hate the two-party system. I think that every state for the presidential race needs to be ranked choice voting so that we can vote the best candidate in office based on what people want. What we have right now is a reality of scariness. When I have to tell my 14 to 16 year old that Donald Trump, yes, he's the president and he scares the living hell out of them because they think he does not care if they die or live. That's where we are. as That's where I am as a mother before all else, because when it comes down to it, I am. Okay, you love my stories. I'll give you a good one. Um, Back 2018, Veterans Day, I went into a gun store, and I was one of three black people in the gun store. I went back last weekend, and I was one of about 200. What does that tell you about what this race means? They are afraid. If Donald Trump is elected again, what will happen to black America in reality: What will happen to Black America, our rights? And if he gets his choice on the Supreme Court, what would that happen to women Americans? How does that affect us in the long run? I'm not worried about the abortion issue. I'm worried about the Black rights issue. Can he start in instituting Jim Crow laws back in? Can he? start like with my grandmother down in Spottenberg when we went to the store back in the 70s and 80s, go to the back of the store to buy shoes. Are we going to go back to that? Because let me tell you something, there are some folks who have gotten real cocky lately. And it's all because of that man. Where I'm at right now, yes, I'm at that point where I'm telling people, vote common sense. Don't vote just agenda. Vote common sense. Because common sense says we going real backwards. Real backwards. Okay. And that's the T West, man. As a mother, as a wife, as a black woman in America, if I can't take my black ass anywhere, we're gonna have some different problems November fourth. Because on January twentieth, whoever gets sworn in. That I have my life in, in mind because um, I don't know about y'all, but I like my freedom and I like going forward. Brother
3: T West, man, you got a chance in one of your recent videos to juxtapose Biden's plan and Trump's plan. Hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: Well. All right. So, what is what are some of the other weaknesses in Biden's plan? Because you you mentioned that there's a debate coming up soon. So what are some of the other weaknesses That he can bolster right now If he wants to Start earning our votes
1: Well okay well uh, I can tell you one Right off right now He's not going to do it Biden's not going to do it But uh, Onshoring Okay onshoring which is Bringing manufacturing Back Mm -hmm. to the United States From China from Mexico From India from other places okay all right, doing that Biden's not going to do that. All right. The other area also is with immigration, illegal immigration. Biden is not going to do that. Biden said on his, uh, when he becomes president, first thing he's going to do, he is going to grant amnesty to over 11 million who are living in this country right now illegally. Okay. He's going to do that. Biden said that. Okay. And as I indicated, uh, and I, I provided this chart. I've done it for a few years now. There was a 20 year trending chart that showed young black male incarceration. You see, it's not all about women. It's about men and women. OK. Right. All right. Especially black men and black women. Black men were incarcerated at a record rate under Joe Biden's crime bill. At the same time, trending at the same trajectory, and this is a Pew Research poll, they were different, but I brought them together just so I could show the correlations between the two. What you saw on the same trend angle, you saw young Hispanic males being brought into America over that same 20-year period as... Black males were being incarcerated in prisons across America. That's Joe Biden. Joe Biden promised you things and he don't deliver. He's not gonna deliver. He hasn't delivered for 50 years. Now, Trump, let me tell you something. Lyndon B. Johnson was a Democrat. Martin Luther King Jr. was a Republican. Lyndon B. Johnson was a Texan, a racist, a known racist, and he wasn't shy about it. He was a racist. And Lyndon B. Johnson said, there's something that I need from Martin Luther King Jr. I need you to deliver something. The black vote. Because at that time, you had uh, a slight majority of blacks who were voting. They were voting Republican at that time in the 1960s. All right. So. Lyndon B. Johnson said to Martin Luther King Jr., look, you're gonna have to make me do this. What you're asking me to do, you're gonna have to make me do it. And what was that? Well, the problem in black America at that time was that black children in the millions were going hungry in America at that time. I'm, I'm, I'm living, I'm alive at this time. They were going hungry and those black mothers needed food for their children, okay? So uh, Martin Luther King Jr. wanted Lyndon B. Johnson to address that. So Lyndon B. Johnson says, well, okay, you're going to have to make me do this. So Martin Luther King Jr. went out in the streets and he went about uh, making uh, 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 Lyndon B. Johnson do it by getting the black vote for Lyndon B. Johnson, for the Democrat Party. And Lyndon B. Johnson, being the racist that he is, a Democrat, he said, I will have these niggas voting Democrat for the next 50 years and black folks have been voting Democrat like that for the last 60 years. You do not vote, you do not vote. Personality, person, you vote for candidates who are going to push and support and promote what your agenda is. But if you don't have a written agenda, not their agenda, not Biden's agenda, not Trump's agenda, but an agenda that you have given to them, and say, this is, your, this is my agenda, this is the black agenda. You don't vote for them unless they are promoting your agenda. So uh, just to sum it up, this unshorn, Biden is not going to support that. Trump supports that. This illegal immigration, Biden is not going to support addressing that. He's going to grant amnesty, which is going to encourage millions of more to come into this country illegally. Trump supports that. OK, so we're talking issues. We're not talking personality. When we talk about fear mongering, mainstream media has hyped up and frightened the, the hell out of so many black folks across America by saying that America will end if Trump gets another four years. Four years ago, they were saying America would end if Trump gets the first four years. OK. All right. So they keep pushing this ball down the road, playing on black people. Folks, some of black folks ignorance and it's time out to stop being ignorant it's time to start being mature in our political awareness and in our political agendas it's time out for all of that so Joe Biden's agenda I will say again and this is my, this, this is my last word here Joe Biden's agenda is nothing new HBCUs addresses a small very small sector of black America most of black America that is suffering are not HBCU type people okay? all right
3: expand African American home ownership and access to affordable safe housing your thoughts yay, nay, abstain <laughs> look like the politicians do it, yay, nay or abstain uh, T. West, is
0: this
3: a good thing? Yeah. Go ahead. Well,
0: you're a realtor, so yeah, it's not. It doesn't matter who the president is. As a realtor, we're working to build that up anyway. Um, but you know, America. It, it was interesting. I I I had to do some research on some numbers, and I was really astonished that seventy percent of black folks in a, in rural in rural America own their homes, whereas in in suburban, urban places, it's only thirty. Um, so to to realize that, it, it really it really makes me look at groups like NACA and say, hey, praise them because they are really trying to get black folks into homes um, because it's something that that doesn't happen often. And I know that you do finance, you know, credit repair and what have you, and financial planning. Um, One of the things that I think that we should be, instead of saying this, is let's teach black folks how to find their wealth and grow their wealth in this country so that we don't have to depend on programs to get us into home ownership and um, what have you. Uh, Fair housing, you know what, as much as they quiz us on fair housing, we don't really have much more to learn. We just need to enact it and make sure that the laws are here too. Um, so it's it's like that. That's one of the um, give me. That's a give me. So that's,
3: that's pretty much the same old, same old. Is that what you're saying? Uh, that is. Would you agree on it?
2: Absolutely. Second, first, same as the first. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. Help families buy their first home and build wealth by creating new refundable, advanceable tax credits up to fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> Tackle racial bias that leads to homes and communities of color being assessed by appraisers below their fair value.
0: Okay. Wait. Hold on. Take away oh, a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This ain't a Biden thing, but this is a this is a government thing. Period. First of all, they. They changed the law so that that homeowners don't get that tax credit anymore. You don't get you don't get a couple of credits, but the biggest one is. And Onyx, agree? You probably agree with me. Black women are the highest educated persons in this country, which means we have the highest student loans. I know I do, and I can tell you using that as debt. Against my income for buying a house, um, if it hurts me, it hurts millions of Americans across, women, Americans across the country. Because um, what is it? 1% of your student debt is counted against you? Um, that is what needs to be changed. If I went to school and I'm working for the government, state government, what have you, don't punish me for getting an education so I can break the black, black ceiling. Because that's what's happening to black women across this country right now. You're being punished in other all ways. Right. So, honest uh,
3: what are you thinking? Same old, same old?
2: Yeah, I was nodding my head the whole time because I really don't have any, any more to add. Um, Banji hit it all. I, you know, they just find. I just feel like they find a way to punish us one way or the other. Give the education, then once you get the education, then we'll punish you this way. You need education this is "Oh, it's just always something." And I just like
0: oh, to, uh, a real okay. plan around it. Okay, I'm looking at
3: this rollback, Trump administration policies, gutting fair lending and fair housing protections. This is not something that's just benefiting us again. So once again, it seems to me like uh, Trump, like T. Wester said. His plan starts off saying, these are the issues that impact the black community and then says, this is what we're going to do for everybody. So, you know, we realize you have a disparate amount of challenges, but we're not going to focus on that. We're just going to help everybody. And, you know, what what is it? Um, trickle down support. Well, I'm
0: going to tell you this. Most people don't realize this. Based on where your social security number starts out at, it tells the lender instantly what race you are or your assumed race based on the first three digits of your social security number. And the fourth digit actually tells them what, si- what part of the city you live in. So, for instance, if you were born in Washington, D.C. and your social security number is 577, it is guaranteed that you were born in Northeast or Southeast D.C. And it lets them know that your race is most likely black. But if you're 578, and I got proof of this because I can prove this in my own house, um, 578, then you can walk into a car dealership and buy a car with the worst credit on earth. I can, as a real estate agent, I was taught this 24 years ago by a a gentleman um, who was my broker at the time. And he laid out how unfair fair credit is. So what I'm proposing to to state and federal agencies, especially our leadership, let's stop using our social security number for, for, for buying houses and buying cars and what have you. And let's use our license ID number that does not identify where we were born. Because that hurts our community tremendously tremendously go look up go do some little research of your own first three numbers for social security number if you lived in a white neighborhood you got no matter what race you are you sell through but if you have a you lived in a foreign and black neighborhood and everybody in your family has that same issue guarantee you that needs to be changed and I love uh, <laughs> uh
3: Brother T. West the 10-20-30 plan. I know that you've chatted on that before in one of your videos before. Your thoughts. Is it even worth looking at? Or is it something that we should look deeply into?
1: The 10-20-30 plan. Are you sure that I talked about that one, Seiko?
3: I may have mixed you up. I may have mixed you up, okay I, I watch a lot, man, I watch your channel I watch Yvette's channel Tony, uh, Antonio Moore's channel I watch Professor Black Truth He's the truth, Professor Black Truth is the truth I watch Jason Black Of course I watch, uh, you know, Tariq uh, So I may have mixed that up I may have, That may have been something that Antonio Moore Talked about that may have been yeah. something that me and Moore talked about. Um, but yeah, when but it comes down to it, I've looked at this over and I've come to the conclusion, like we said, it's more of the same old stuff. It doesn't sound like this came from our concerns. It does have some points that I like. I'll just say it does have some points that I like. Um, so, should we let good be the competitor for perfect?
1: Well, you have two candidates that are running for president right now and then you have some senatorial you know, some congressional races that are happening right now also so all of that is important and what black folk in America must do is that with both candidates from both sides you're in a negotiation and what you say to Biden is that yeah this point is good right here but it's not good enough it needs to be here and then you go to Trump and you say yeah this point is good but it needs to improve right here and then what you do is you measure which one of those candidates are going to improve to the level that you are requiring that they improve okay regardless of whether you think they're a racist or not that's why I told you the historical story about Lyndon B. Johnson. It's not about that. The media all that mess up. They love a big, a, a good horse race. They make the media earns their most amount of money during political season. And they cannot earn a lot of money by telling you that this is not even a close horse race. They got to tell you it's a close horse race in order to justify the amount of dollars that these candidates are paying the media for these campaign ads. And we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to media, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, all those, okay, ABC, all that money. So uh, what we, I say again, and I want to emphasize this, that's why I'm repeating it, what we must do, regardless of who the person is, Biden or Trump, When we look at their agenda, we must say item one, two, three, or whatever item it is, is not good enough. It's not up to par. It needs to be here. And then you judge them based upon whether or not they listened to you and raised that item to the level that of your requirement. That's how you measure them. That's how you measure them. And I'll say one more, one again. Do not let Joe Biden get away without putting numbers, dollar amounts, and goals in his six bullet items. Don't let him get away with that. Don't let him. Okay, uh, Alex, go ahead.
2: Um, I'd like to say something about the 10 20 30 plan, and it's what I continue to say. He says it's a plan to help all individuals living in in persistently impoverished areas. I just like for our people to do the math sometimes when people say things. We are only 13% of the country. When you say all people living in impoverished areas, that is not us. That is something that they tell us. There is no way that 13% of America with a disproportionate amount of our men locked up in prison... Um, accounts for that amount of people. That is always something to throw us off label. They put things under a black agenda and then they say it's for us. So I would just like to point out that I need for us to wake up and pay attention when they say this is the black agenda or this is what we're gonna do for black people. And they say things like all people because even in um, where I live, where the uh, majority of the community is black, the majority of the people that live in impoverished areas are not black. They live in trailer parks and things of that nature. And historically, people that live in trailer parks are of a different persuasion. So even in a in a city where fifty percent, fifty three percent of the community is black, we still don't make up the majority of an impoverished area. And I need us to pay attention when we say things like that because that's not about us. That's about everyone else.
3: What? Hey, the words are right there to tackle persistent poverty in all all. All lives matter. I don't black people to call, but I, can't, I would
2: gamble <laughs> to say it ain't that many.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, Vanjie, uh your last thoughts? You know, T. West gave us marching orders. Onyx just gave us some marching orders. Uh, some marching orders from you, Vanji. You ran for Congress. You know how the government works. You're a political strategist. We thank you. Um, your thoughts? You know, it's it's
0: really it, all points are very true. You have to look at who's running for your best interest. You have to look at what they're saying. I want people to listen. So there are two different things. You can listen and you can hear. You need to make sure your your politicians or you, who you want or who you think you want is actually hearing what you're saying. If you remember, my whole campaign was based on the word heard. We weren't being heard. And still today, I feel that the black community still is not being heard. Um, you know, doing doing the riots the past year. I, you know, you and I had a conversation ago about me not going to the Black Lives Matter marches, not because I didn't support the cause, but because I wanted my child to live. And we had several black women who didn't hear me, but they listened to the other guy. And they listened in a way that they only heard what was being said at those rallies. But now this is the thing. When you're not being heard, you're missing the point. And when you're not listening to what's being said, you're not learning. Am I making that clear? So when you go out to, when you're listening to the debate, listen to the candidates and hear the words they're saying. Um, I'm going to tell you one test. Back when Obama ran, you know, I went in with an open mind. I listened to him and Hillary debate. I listened to him and McCain debate. And there was a test that we did as Toastmasters. And they said the words ah, um, you know, the, the cliche words. But if they use fill words like the word it or all, start counting them and, and wonder if they're talking to you. We as Black Americans have often been the most overlooked, the most underpaid, the most underfed, the most underwhelmed, the most underemployed. You name it, we are the baseline. We aren't the above the baseline. We are the gauge of saying, this man is making less or more because of that person. We have to change that. So when you go out this year, Vote for a candidate who is talking your language, who is looking out for your best interests. They may not be perfect, but if they are saying any one of a few things, you need to make sure you're vetting that and checking it. Do your own fact check. Look at the dang videos. This is 2020. There's a video on every single topic that these two men will be talking about in their debate. Right. Do your own right. research. And for God's uh, sake, don't get mad at people because they have a different opinion than you do about the man who who you slept. You know, there are my neighbors are black and they will tell you straight up they're voting for Trump. And they have their logic and their reasons, and I still love them. Because not only did they vote for Trump, but they turn around and they vote for Democrats. So they're voting for the best candidate in their heart. So please do your research. And don't take, um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not so how politically correct this is. Don't, don't take your pastor's word for who you should vote for. Um, because there are some churches who, who, who lack the common moral decency to make that choice for you. Um, um, just don't do that. Make your That's own you. mind. You.
3: All right. So, well, you mentioned that there are videos out there for everybody. I wanted to shout out again our good brother T. West. Who joined us today from Afro Synergy News? You can see his channel. He has over sixty-five thousand loyal subscribers because he brings the heat. So check out his videos. The uh, last one he did on, you know, the Biden Trump, you know, juxtaposing those different views. That's definitely worth looking into. I want to again shout out to our girl Honest. You know, check her out on TikTok. Check her out on YouTube. Definitely check out her Instagram and her Twitter. Her Twitter's popping. Yeah, she lives She lives there. She she lives Hi. in the fire. There, so. <laughs> so check out Iamonic. And uh, Vandy also lives on Twitter. She says go out there and vote. You know, she got the mask on. Uh, she said your vote counts. So, hey, we want to thank everybody who worked with us. Uh, once again, next week, we're going to go check into Trump's Promise. but today we were reviewing Biden's plan for black Americans and once again I want to thank our guests who participated today we had some great discussion Um, Regina says that Professor Truth is going to rip them a new one tonight I'm definitely watching that Professor Truth is definitely the truth Uh, and with that I'll say stay fly y'all take care, peace peace Stay floss, 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 The views expressed by the guests are only the views of the guests. Unless we say we agree. Unless explicitly stated. Stay floss, stay floss, stay floss, stay floss, stay floss. Stay conscious, stay fly.